0: Audio. From 1976 to
1: 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as yacht rock. Mm. These hmm. yacht rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Let me That's, tell you one you care,
2: you care to elaborate on that at all? Because yeah. it's kind of vague yeah, I, yeah. I'm
0: just reading the copy that you wrote on that original script I think you were being intentionally obtuse
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we confuse a lot of people With such a vague description of our genre that we made our web show about
1: Well, <laughs> once once you make your art and you send your creation out into
2: the world You can't control how your audience reacts to it anymore I know, but it's become like Oh, it's from the 70s and it's super slow It must be Yacht Rock no. yeah. Seems kind of arbitrary <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a theory in a seems, lot. Like, seems like a good episode of an Arbitrary Genres podcast. Well, check out this bootleg uh, Sweet Freedom I found. This is not the Michael McDonald no, version. Listen this a sweet guy. Yeah. Oh, this, man. This isn't bad. That just goes to show you how talented Michael McDonald is, but today we're going to talk about artists that don't belong in the Yacht Rock genre, but still, some of them make great music, some of it not so good, one of the songs not so good, but this is Yacht Rock. We're going to break it down today.
0: I told uh, our editor, our famous editor, Lane Farnham, who was uh, very pivotal in the making of Yacht Rock, that we were doing this show called Yacht Rock, and he responded, why don't you just call it Not Rock? Then thought about it and said, wait, that's yeah. a dumb idea. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> real good at
2: tightening things up. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's an editor. Yep. All right, so we made it to episode 10. We did 10! it. Yay! Good work, guys. Woo! We came up with eight genres and one cool battle episode, and now we can treat you to a Yacht Rock special. To tell you all you've been stupid with the songs you've been putting on your Yacht Rock compilations. Thanks for listening. We hate you. We. <laughs> My name is J.D. Riznar. Over there in the Cubs shirt, Hollywood Steve. Go Cubs, go. This is the year. Uh, the Jawbreaker shirt is Dave Lyons. Hey, how are you? And Coffee Spilly Hunter over there. Oh, here. no. You had to tell him? Uh, yeah, I sure did. Oh, man. That'll learn ya. <laughs> So even though we're doing a yacht rock episode, we're gonna keep the bone throw going because we love it. So Hunter, what are we listening to here? I don't know. Oh, wait, this
0: playing. This is uh, "No Looking Back" by uh, Michael McDonald. Michael this McDonald is, is yacht yeah, rock. Yeah, this is the most one of the most yacht Rocky yacht rock songs. Although it's a little late in the genre, but it's '86,
2: uh, and so it's past that '84 threshold. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, we'll
0: talk yeah. about that. But this is it's this is still yacht rock. But it's uh, basically uh, Kenny and Michael's last meaningful, meaningful look collaboration um, and Michael McDonald's I would say his last Yacht Rock album so Aww. so after this we're about to get into <laughs> Yacht Rock um, yeah what, what am I going to say oh uh, take note this is this is when you start an album. You want to have like that thesis song about what the album's gonna sound like, and this is more of a direct, sort of rocking yacht rock. This is getting to that precipice that where we're about to leave yacht rock. So take note and of that. And there's no looking back. And there's
2: no looking back to what we used to be. Mm-hmm. He sees a beautiful land of Motown covers in front of him, yeah. <laughs> and he's trucking. Uh, this is one of the three songs that uh, McDonald and Loggins wrote together, and on each one. Um Loggins and McDonald both released versions of the song on their own album. So What a Fool Believes, um uh I gotta try I gotta try there in this go. song. Uh and I mean, it's this is, it's really awesome, especially listening to the Loggins What a Fool Believes, it blows your mind. And this is the lesser known of the three, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I want to listen to the Loggins version. Can I listen? Can I put it on? Yeah, around? absolutely. I love the Loggins version. Yeah. Ooh, see it rocks a yeah. little harder. Yeah. Right right off yeah. the right off the top. Because he was rocking at the time. Uh... and there's there's room for a little bit of rock in Yacht Rock. Oh, well of it's half yes. of the term. Yeah. yeah. God, when I was a kid I was obsessed with alternate versions. I'd sit at my dad's reel to reel with like CDs and record like <laughs> Or, or like albums and record like part of the doors light my fire with part of uh, uh jose. jose feliciano's light my fire and just splice them together i was so amused with myself 17 years old nothing you, else to do what'd you do with those after you'd not- yeah do you still have those oh, i bet i do i bet i do but they're not any worth looking for did you show anybody after you did it
3: Hey, Dad, check out what I did with your reel-to-reel.
2: Oh, and he's just shaking his head so disappointed. <laughs> oh, it's not what it's for, I gotta go. I gotta go build another house, you little twerp. Uh, uh, he was nice to me. I want to hear these now. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you can you just do it with editing software now? Yeah, it's the easiest thing to do, <laughs> and you can make it sound good too. You were you actually cut beat. were you actually
3: splicing and taping like the way no. you a reel to reel? No, he was I'd, recording. I play
2: the album and hit record. Yeah, and then I would oh, stop. Oh, and then I would get the whole Feliciano album, put it on, and come on, baby, light my fire. Record, and you record. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, anything else about this this song, Michael McDonald, yacht rockin'? Just
0: uh, yacht rock remember swan this is, song. This is the first song off his last yacht rock album, and so we might we might listen to the next first song off his non yacht rock album. We may not. We may do that. Who knows? I don't know. It's yacht rock. There's, There's no surprises talent. happen.
2: <laughs> so, in order to properly define yacht rock, we have to first be clear about what yacht rock is. And, okay, so. Yacht Rock has kind of become synonymous
1: with soft rock in general, but in my mind, what we were doing with the show, Yacht Rock was always a specific subset of soft rock to me. It's something that's usually rooted in the Southern California studio musician scene of the late 70s and early 80s, where these musicians were not only like these slick polished professionals, they were highly trained, they were able to hop from style to style with ease, they were very versatile. And when we first, like when we first came out with the internet show, we were chatting long distance on these uh, forums with these Swedish guys who were into this music, and they were calling it West Coast, like all one word, no space, West Coast. Mm-hmm. That's what
3: they called it.
2: Yeah, and uh, it, that didn't catch on like our term did. <laughs> yeah, and we're let's geniuses. let's talk
3: about why we're qualified to define what yacht rock is because we made it up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've been at bars where people have heard the term Yacht Rock, and I'll say that,
1: oh, me and my friends did an internet series. And there was no internet series. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm
0: just talking shit in a bar to impress women. Oh, now, uh, now the series... That, that was a dude. <laughs> no, that was a woman. Now the series is being sort of linked as a homage to Yacht Rock. Yeah. Like, that we made it after the term it had already come out, and we were just doing Yacht Rock, like we weren't creating anything.
2: But it's cool, we're not that bitter. Yeah. Cool. No, we're no, not at all, right hey. Yeah,
0: you you guys can uh,
1: totally Google this really easily and see the Wikipedia entry.
3: But no, no problem. Besides us, what
0: else? What else is involved? Uh, A lot of
3: people
2: people haven't heard of Alan Freed, but they know rock and roll. So there there we go. go, There you go. Yacht Rock just has this singular sound I can't put my finger on. Like, its bass is R&B, but totally whitewashed, and there's some jazz influence. There can be really complex, challenging melodies. Yeah, because these musicians were all very well trained. Yeah, like, the solos are all, like, cutting edge and really interesting. Like, there's always something interesting about a true Yacht Rock song. It it goes left when you expect it to go right. Yeah, And these songs
0: are like a sunny day they supposed to be, these songs are supposed to be like the soundtrack to your perfect day. Like, with, with an underlying darkness, though. Yeah, with heartbreak. Well, that's called jazz in R&B. <laughs> yeah.
3: But well, it's I... also it's also really incestuous. Like, all these guys were friends. They got
2: together and helped each other out. On their albums, they played on each other's projects, sang background. Yeah, so if you're chilling out to a '70s song and then you're like, "I wonder if this is yacht rock," you have to do a ton of research. But like, look at the, <laughs> look like at we the, did. Look at who did. Look at who did the, who performed on the album, and if they didn't perform with any other yacht rock hit guys, then chances are it's yacht rock.
0: Yeah, and there and there is a bit of a. A line between guys who were those kind of the studio musicians who ended up being in a band and making Yacht Rock and guys who weren't Those studio musicians who were successful but ended up hiring those guys to be on their albums and making Yacht Rock stuff So yeah, like Michael Jackson uh, did Human
3: Nature by hiring Toto to write it Sure,
2: then I I also feel like Yacht Rock is a it's a hit genre like so if it's it's a weird jazzy song, it's not yacht rock. I, I mean that sort of goes without saying that yacht rock. So yacht rock, if there's some crazy song that isn't meant to be, that's why I think Steely Dan isn't really yacht rock. Which we'll we'll get into that. that. We'll yeah. get These into guys were out to
0: prove something
2: because they were in the background for so uh, for
0: so long with other guys that they were they were ga- uh, aiming for gold records like with every release. This is what those guys were doing. And going back to what you guys were
1: saying about jazz and R and B. One of the biggest things, other than the studio musicians thing, one of the biggest things to me that separates yacht rock from regular old soft rock is that musically it's aware of the existence of black people. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably not going to pass for, like, real jazz or R&B,
2: no. but it's credible enough to get some respect. Mm-hmm. There's there's influence of, of yeah, black musicians. Uh, and the Doobies even had a, a, a black member, and it's the only black guy in, in Yacht Rock I can think of. No, there's tons of them. Yeah. Yeah. James Ingram. Uh, James Ingram. Uh, 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 Let's not do a list. Yeah. Roger Roger Rowe. Rowe. We'll get into that right, on a different yeah. episode. There, yeah. And yeah.
0: there's also, we can't dismiss that there was sort of an earlier, sort of folksy, breathy... Um, mm-hmm. Tradition that kind of was merged into the scene that was like an earlier Southern California scene of like a, yeah like early folk, soft rock. folk rock and that was like a lot of
2: logins brought to the table when we okay. dumped uh, Jimmy Messina. Okay, so before we get into our twelve song countdown today, this is a Whoa. big show. Uh, here's the basic things to ask yourself if you want to know if a track is yacht rock. Was it released approximately from 1976 to 1984? Not a ton of wiggle room there. A year here and there. Did musicians on the track play with Steely Dan or Toto? Mostly Steely Dan, because most of Toto's played with Steely Dan. Yeah. Uh, and is it meant to be a Top 40 radio hit? Like, is it Or is it on an album meant to feature hits? Um, so, let's see, what's this point I was going to make? We're going to listen to some of the ones right. that aren't? Right? Right. Okay, so... Um, Here's what we're going to do today. The yacht rock songs we're going to look at today are songs you'll find on a lot of yacht rock playlists. Hear bands like the Yacht Rock Review cover them, and they're also on a lot of CDs with sailboats and word the word yacht rock slapped on the cover. But, but by our definition, they are yacht rock. Yes, correct. And remember,
1: this is a podcast about arbitrary genres. We make all the rules. <laughs>
2: Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Bumbers Bumper's about Hunter Stare today. <laughs> no shit. Oh. This is do you beautiful. Guys, do you guys hear how fucking
1: smooth this
2: is? This is Roxy music more than this.
1: This is, in my opinion, this is one of the smoothest songs ever put to tape. I can tell by how you're
0: describing it. Yeah. Oh. This is Just like unbutton your Roxy. pants. Oh, I'm going to get comfortable here. Yeah,
3: this slide, slide my shirt off. Gross.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, this is... Uh, Brian Ferry, the lead singer of Roxy Music, always had this kind of lounge crooner vibe about him. But it was always kind of wrapped up in this like weird artiness. And this, this is from the album Avalon. This is kind of where they went full-on soft rock, and they brought all this latent smoothness up to the forefront of their sound, and they made this wonderful make-out music for bachelor pads and
0: stuff like that they were departing glam at this
1: point this yeah like they're, a, yeah they're, they're transitioning from past. kind of an avant-garde glam art kind of thing. Thing that they were doing into
0: this wonderful... Crooning, soft yeah. crooning.
2: It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. It's a good song, but like I, I can't imagine why anybody thought no. this was Yacht Rock. Like This is some sort of British yeah. kind of new wave kind of well, thing. Is, and it's, kinda, it's, kinda, it's like proto-new romantic. It was like a big influence
1: on Duran Duran and those like Spandau Ballet and ABC and those kind of new wave bands. This, this has been on a Yacht Rock playlist, but not many. So that's why it's 12. I brought it up to illustrate that just because a song is super smooth it doesn't
3: mean it's yacht rock yeah this sounds listen to how
1: fucking smooth it, it
3: absolutely is but it sounds like it'd be more at a home with like if you leave by omd or forever
2: young by alphaville i think it's more in that sort of genre yeah, where do you listen to this? Like in a London club at like six in the morning when you're getting your things like, together to go you home? You listen to this on John the hi-fi. Yeah. You listen to this on the hi-fi when you brought your date home and you poured a glass of wine. So people who listen to this song, they never even, vintage. They've never even seen a yacht. No, uh, probably, probably not. Maybe in a photograph. Yeah. Probably not.
1: Uh, this is more <laughs> urbane. This is more... You don't live on the beach with this song. You live You live in a high-rise
0: apartment building. Maybe a condo. Dave, once again, if I make you laugh, you're supposed to laugh into the
2: microphone. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it makes the podcast seem more fun and not the <laughs> chore that it is.
3: Number
0: 11. Those, those are space-themed, so...
1: Oh, here's another song that's yeah. definitely yacht rock. Yeah, listen to that harpsichord. <laughs> this well, let's,
2: let's, let's get it out of the way why this is on the list. Yeah. So let's get out of the way the name of the song, which yes. is Sticks Come Sail Away. Yeah. And
0: that's why it's on the list. Yeah. Because Just because it has the word sail in the title doesn't mean it's yacht rock. Yeah and this doesn't have a category cuz it's Dennis
2: DeYoung and
0: he's <laughs> he's his own category. Yeah,
2: it's like a combination of arena rock and musical theater. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a rock song and when it's not yeah. rocking it has that mu- that Broadway musical theater element. Yeah. Uh there's nothing remotely yacht rock about this song. No. No, no, no
3: this is this is my example of people calling it yacht rock just because it has sail
0: in it. And by the way, there is there is a definite correlation with nautical terms with yeah, Yacht there's, Rock. There's a crossover. Yeah. yeah, that is... that is It's it's a very strong part of Yacht Rock, but that doesn't mean you're Yacht Rock just because there's a nautical reference in something. You gotta go deeper. Yeah. yeah. Gotta sink that anchor deeper. You gotta listen to
3: the music, not just the words. Yeah, this is like calling the movie National Velvet a western just because it has
0: horses in it. And you know what? I... I after I finally, the, when we brought this song, up, I finally actually listened to this song. They don't talk a lot about sailing in this. It, 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 like the first, the first verse is, sa- is kind of on Earth. And then the next is, is, is angels, and then they t- go to, to spaceships.
2: Yeah, and when they do talk about sailing, it's not even like sailing on a yacht today. It's like no. old-time sailing. Like, hey, here's some rum and a lime for scurvy. Not, here's some champagne and some beluga caviar. Yeah, maybe they got into the Mercury and started uh, seeing stuff.
0: <laughs> and I, I just want to... Say, <laughs> thought a manatee was a mermaid. <laughs> I want to say that there's, there's one thing that is not... Something that's not part of, part of Yacht Rock, and that is space talk sci-fi, which, and this is the first instance of sci-fi. It's, yacht Rock
2: is very terrestrial. It's very nautical. It's it very takes place bound. on oh, Earth. Another yes. song that's that we didn't put on the countdown, but is not Yacht Rock, is 10cc's uh, uh, what's that song called? Not in Love? Not in Love. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of Yacht Rock listen. Not Yacht Rock. It is Nyacht Rock. Yeah, it's more kind of the art prop that the Roxy music thing yeah. is. Number 10.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll introduce this one because i hate it so much <laughs> this is a starland vocal band with uh, afternoon delight we all know this song because it's yeah, been the it's, butt of jokes for yeah, 15 uh, years now ooh, it's so naughty <laughs> uh, these guys are not smooth at all, at all. No, this is so tough, much body hair on these guys uh, nothing
2: smooth they have smooth voices but this is it's 100 percent a country crossover song yeah, like, pop. it's the there's this acoustic guitar that's leading the thing and if you see a, an acoustic guitar Guitar, if you hear an acoustic guitar driving a song, is not yacht rock. Yeah, it shouldn't. Yacht rock should not sound like a campfire sing-along. And this does. And this, this does, does absolutely. Yeah. Also,
3: it has girls in it.
2: <laughs> oh, well, yacht rock ladies.
3: <laughs> There's lots of yacht.
2: <laughs> like, like so and so. Yeah, yeah, that other guy. All right, I this is going to be a future show. All
0: right. Yacht rock yeah.
2: ladies of yacht rock. I mean, this, this this song, the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. And not the, even exciting. Like this is. For a song about hard, dirty fucking in the afternoon, like, yeah. it is square. This oh, is wasps God, it's, fucking and they're leaving their shirts on. Yeah, this is
1: like, like Steely Dan was singing about, you know, the disturbing perversions of middle-aged suburbanites and this song is like, ooh,
0: what if we made whoopee in the afternoon, <laughs> darling? That would be like making whoopee with the lights on but even naughtier, oh my. <laughs> and they're using sci-fi imagery again. Skyrockets oh, and flight. Jeez, Hunter, you're on it. Yeah. This is, I feel, this is
1: more like a a stock footage that you cut to in a movie to be a euphemism for the fucking... But still, but still, this is like... This is the point where the sexual revolution became so... Boring that it finally appealed <laughs> to small town and suburban wasps. It, be, it became so boring,
0: it became this song. Yes. <laughs> you know, this It's was so
1: unthreatening. This everything is the least threatening
0: sexuality song. you can possibly conceive of. And these guys are gross hippies.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah th-
0: that's a good point.
2: I think they sound, I think they're clean and beautiful. I would make love to these clean, beautiful no. ladies in the afternoon in Starlight Vocal Band. I'd love it. I might even jerk off the guys if they had just showered. No, the closest these guys come to uh, Yacht Rock is having crabs. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Dave. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Dave. <laughs> uh, Hunter was worried that joke wouldn't land.
1: I learned so many things no, that about was a you guys solid joke. sexual fantasy movie. <laughs>
2: Number nine. God, this is a great song.
3: It really, it really is. I do like this song a lot. And this is one that people like, oh, Yacht Rock, like, it's Southern about sailing. Cross yeah. By Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And Young?
2: No, no no Young. No, Young was far, far away from this. So you know, this is a lovely song about sailing at the sea and heartbreak. There's a smooth vocal sound, but either the CSN—they were never yacht rock, and they never will be yacht rock hey, because I'm they're a folk band. Yeah, this is another yes. folk rock. Yeah, and folk is the antithesis of yacht rock. Yeah. Even though it's soft and can be smooth. And, yeah, and it's and it's rock. elitely produced. Yes, it's elitely immaculately. Produced yeah, but it's like it's just too raw. I don't I don't know. Like the, the acoustic guitar, if you listen, is percussive and it's hard and it's dry. These things it's, it's the campfire again We're getting the yeah. campfire Yeah again. There's smooth vocal and, harmonies But that guitar Just cuts through it Like a, like a big uh, Killer knife In an 80's action movie Like a Rambo knife There's nothing Nothing smooth It, it soft, sounds like nut, They're smooth.
0: protesting
2: Yacht Rock <laughs> <laughs> If We well, don't like Yacht Rock On a placard In there <laughs> if You can see Much Hunter up. He's got his back straight and He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's mimicking Holding a picket sign uh, Or turning like butter something.
1: Oh that's what you're doing or jerking oh. off his, It's like his, he's, he's he like you, get you, you got an imaginary
2: wing. shake weight in your hands. Oh, if only we had cameras, the fun the audience would have. Oh my!
1: Hey. I wish you guys could be here to see this. Oh, it's so great! It's a good
0: podcast. We're so
2: great. We're uh, looking looking for that woman girl what a great lyric <laughs> how do they get to that like looking for a girl alone doesn't work we need another syllable another couple pretty girl uh, lovely girl how about woman girl oh let's go with that one what if it's woman comma girl i'm looking for that woman girl Yeah, he's talking oh, to a girl like about a, how he's looking for yeah. a woman oh that, yeah never it's like it i don't that want to be work. with
3: a girl i need a woman
2: I mean, that makes a lot of sense sorry crosby stills and ash yeah.
3: hey southern cross is a rebel flag right
1: I don't know. No, that's the stu- no. The southern the Southern Cross is the constellation in the
0: southern sky. Yeah, it's oh. like their Big Dipper. That's what they're using. So sailing. It's not the Stars and Bars sailing reference. That's what the yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're, sailing.
2: they're navigating, they're navigating. Right? Yes. Yeah, this song's about sailing the Pacific, so it's really fun. And
0: I want to say in 1986, Graham Nash did attempt yacht rock when he got uh, enlisted Kenny Loggins to do some backing vocals on Innocent Eyes, but it just made him sound like Starship. <laughs> and if you listen to it, you'll get that reference. He sounds exactly like Starship. And
3: if you watch the video for this, it's a whole bunch of shots of sailboats. Which I think is another mm-hmm. reason
2: people put this into Yacht Rock. It's, yeah. It's a very confusing video. Everything on the surface is Yacht Rock. But when you look inside, it's, it's a too, dirty hippie. It's too folky and too hippie. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: only half the equation. So stop calling it Yacht Rock. Great.
0: Dave?
2: It's okay. I thought we were my, getting ready. My my symbols cy- are bad. Then I'm moving on. England Dan and John Ford Coley... I'd really love to see you tonight. This is like, this is always on yacht rock compilations, and it's yeah. a great song, a wonderful song. Mm-hmm. I'd put it in in the yacht rock Broadway musical in a second because it's built for Broadway and drama, but it's just not sophisticated enough to be yacht rock.
1: Well, they didn't. Yeah, it's a little too. It's it's still a little too like country
0: folk roots rocky. Well, they didn't leave the South. Like they like this is uh, seals. One of these guys is English. England Dan. England Dan is a seals. Yeah. yeah. His brother was out in little, California he could have he could have came out here and got in that in the scene but they stayed and did country so they never got into the scene in southern california and so this that's a big issue with this i would, I would
3: love to see it tonight it's a good song.
1: i would i would describe this as proto yacht which to me is like early soft rock that isn't part of the you know the the studio musician jazz R&B scene but but yacht rock wouldn't have existed or taken the form that it did without this kind of earlier soft rock. So this is, this is just about the time when yacht rock was emerging, but I, I, I would still put it in it would, I would still lump it in with the earlier type stuff.
2: Yeah, it was sort of stuck in the past even though it came out in like 76 or 77. It was still kind of stuck in past. Well, yeah, it takes a while kind of for of the thing. scene to migrate out of
0: LA and hit the rest of the country. They have no there's no soul in this. They like there's a lot of blue-eyed soul in yacht rock and that's what this is really missing. Yeah. But they did try to fix that with when they released Dr. Heckle and Mr. John. Good title. <laughs> Later, in the, in
2: the, that's it, up there with Funk Shui by uh, John Oates. <laughs> I, li- I listen to that album, and there is some yacht rock gems. On yeah, there. They, it's not, they, not a pure yacht rock album, but it's good. Yeah, that's that's it's, the closest thing they really come to the scene. I think the real red flag on this song, or why it's yacht rock, is is the sentimental lyrics. Like they're very sentimental, yeah, very positive. This, this yeah. guy's
3: trying to bang an old flame.
2: Yeah, and you don't you don't get that in it's pure yacht rock. It's very, for the most part, it's I don't know. It's it's just not as optimistic this is yeah
3: but this was like
1: in the 70s when people thought when when guys were first occurred to them that they could hit on women by being super sensitive
2: <laughs> yeah do you guys watch Vinyl on HBO? No. These two guys, England it, Dan and John Ford Coley, they make, uh, yeah. they make an appearance, and it sort of feels like a little yacht rock moment because they're goofballs. Yeah, and they don't like them. Like, well, yeah, nobody likes working with them, and like one like doesn't sing into the mic, and they just right. That's the, the problem. The, the producers like, and the A and R guys are real frustrated with what goofballs uh, England uh, and Dan and John Ford Coley are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, show's
3: all right. You got about uh, Dan and John Ford. five episodes in, and they've got two solid episodes
2: of the nah, story. Of that, enough of this. We'll save it for Beyond TV Talk. Ooh. Number seven. Oh, what's this? Mm. Oh. oh, hey, mm-hmm. goodness. Very thoughtful. A, this is a controversial Spent. pick. Sort of. This is Steely Dan. Oh, what? Ricky what? will lose that number. How oh,
0: so- Oh my God! I, Guys, we got to stop you, surprising
2: Runner. I know. Dustin <laughs> just have a heart attack.
0: Dustin just fell down. He's so surprised out there.
2: Uh, this is off of Steely Dan's Pretzel Logic album from 1974. It's very smooth and cool. Yeah, especially that intro. It's like it lays the dynamite for the yacht rock explosion, but it's not yacht rock. I disagree. I think Steely Dan in general is not yacht rock. They might, you might be able to say some of their later stuff is, but they're the primordial ooze from which yacht rock emerged. Yeah. Um. You know, there's sound and their studio perfection is what bred the artists that came up to make like the more pure yaw rock music. Um, well, they, they and they also invited those guys to with them.
0: They like plopped, yeah, that's where a lot of those them. people made those connections. Yeah. and they brought an East Coast intellect
2: to the songwriting. Yeah, they, they, they Steely Dan. does what? <laughs> <What's laughs> that Steely, mean? I just wanted something to say. You know, okay. it's a good thing to say. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So it's not England Dan and John Ford Coley can't write the 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 complex lyrics from weird people's points of view that steely dan writes and so their music takes on a different thing and that inspired other people that made yacht rock to be challenged to do something more complex than just like a simple love song
1: yeah like this song is is borrowing the opening riff from uh from the blue note pianist horace silver's uh, <laughs> song for my father yeah of course which
0: uh, already, yeah everybody knows that yeah. I mean, but, tell us something we don't know, Steve. I mean, Steely
2: Dan bred so Don't open that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let me tell you about Hard Organ.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Steely Dan, they bred Skunk Baxter and Michael McDonald of the Dewey Brothers, like, Forcaro Brothers. All sorts of people played with Steely Dan. And went on to make these great Yacht Rock bands that had tons of hits. Alright, um, now for some Counterpoint. I still think that Steely Dan is yacht rock. At least starting on this
1: album, I feel like Steely Dan is yacht rock because, to me, like, like when I think about when I think about bands that started genres, which I think Steely Dan started yacht rock. Like you can you can kind of found a genre or you can just inspire a genre like like if you take Slayer, Slayer inspired American death metal, but nobody calls them death metal. Everybody knows they're thrash. Thrash, yes. Steely Dan to me, they didn't inspire yacht
0: rock. They still they still founded the genre, which means that they're still part of it. To and, me. and I will say this, nineteen eighties Gaucho is a yacht rock album. They, they Hey 19 is a Yacht Rock song they talk about the santa ana winds sweeping sodas so uh and and hot from the north <laughs> and, and uh, they also have a song about the showtime lakers that is a yacht rock album very that is well. Very Southern California. But
2: I think we can all agree, and maybe you can't agree with me, but uh, Ricky, don't lose that number. not yacht rock shouldn't go on yacht rock. This but
0: the, it's a hit. It's their biggest this hit. This doesn't have Michael McDonald it on it though, and everybody knows that if Michael yeah. McDonald on Give it, that peg. makes it yacht rock. Yeah.
2: That's so. what I love about Steely Dan though. Is like they're fishing in the in this lake of integrity. They're reeling in the years out on a boat somewhere. <laughs> there you go. And every now Unless and then we go even farther back. for <laughs> Every for now and yacht. then they just they pull up a boot full of money. Yep. Ugh. Oh, it's time already. Fifty states and fifty podcasts. Oh, the boy. bus keeps moving on, and today we're come making around. a. Come on in. We're making a stop in Missouri. Oh boy! Ah, welcome oh, Missouri? to Missouri. Ferguson, Missouri, to be exact, the oh. setting of an incident of devastating racial injustice that's put rocket fuel into the locomotive of hate, threatening to tear our country apart. Let them listen to this. Also, it's a birthplace of Michael McDonald. Some Woo! people would call those one and the same. Listen I'll, to this. I'll start it over again. Or do you want to
0: No, let's just right listen from right here. It's
3: a drum machine,
0: right? You hear that? Ding, ding, ding. Orchestra hit. Yeah. This guy's this is his uh this is the first song off of his nah, Nyat rock album. His next album. So his thesis song. Yeah. This is he's like, I'm cool. I'm almost doing Tryin' raps on this. <laughs> I
2: mean, with your typical nineteen well what's the song called? This is Michael McDonald, of course. I flip my page. All We Got. It's called yeah. All We Got. All We Got. It's Which, from his uh... album that came out in 1990, called it's, Take It To Heart. It's very telling of this song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you listen to the song with your typical 1982 production, this would be an incredible song, but some 90s producer fucked it up. Where you know... Fucked so, it up? There were songs like this charting in the 90s. Did someone... I mean, there were songs like Michael McDonald sang in the 80s. They were charting in the '90s, but somebody just fucked up and was like, "We need to update you with the times," and then just took it too far and made him seem like some sort of hey, what you guys come up with? Hey, grabbing well, clown. This is, this is all we've got. <laughs> chee, chee, chee. Chee, chee. <laughs>
0: yeah, so this uh, once again, this is uh, this is Missouri, Missouri. Oh, tell us a little bit more about the state of Missouri. Well, it's the Show Me State. Yeah. Okay. There's one. Yeah. Uh, Michael the- McDonald's from there. Oh Sh-
2: yeah, yeah. Show me some other people from Missouri. It worked this time. We did that with Delaware by mistake. Yeah. Oh. That's because yeah. I called it
3: the
0: Show Me State because I didn't know anything about Delaware. Who does? Well, I just wanted to say that Michael McDonald, like JD said, was from uh, Ferguson. He was in a bumped around a bunch of little bands in St. Louis before he uh, he became he just went out to L. A. to become a big star. He's not allowed to he know. Did. Yeah, and then he, then he hopped on the Doobie Train in uh, 1975. Became a touring member of the, of, uh, of Steely Dan, and then in 1976 became a full member of the Doobies. And the driving creative force, arguably. Absolutely. And I want to say this, real quick. Uh, 1976, I know we put that in the the arbitrary uh, Mm -hmm. timeline. Mm -hmm. Same year, uh, Loggins and Messina
2: broke up and Michael McDonald joined the doobies. Mm -hmm. There There was champagne bubbles in the air. So that's a significant year. Great facts about Missouri. I got some more facts about Missouri. Oh, holy shit. Go ahead. Listen, Missouri's a great musical state. It's got legendary scenes in jazz, bluegrass, and country. They gave us Charlie Parker. He's good. Bob James, who wrote the very smooth, very yachty-themed To to Taxi. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Good And of course, uh, easy listening favorite, David Sanborn, is also from Missouri. Yacht rocking elevators. Chuck Berry, Sheryl Crow, I could go on all day long. Do it. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, Missouri is also home of the wholesome garbage culture Mecca Branson, Ugh. where you can go hear terrible music and then go kill yourself. Very popular place. Missouri, Branson, everybody. Missouri. Missouri! Let's get on the bus and get back to the countdown! Honk, honk.
0: Number six. Oh boy! Oh god! I'm gonna stay out of this one. First. Hey, I uh, thought
3: we were gonna not play this. Listen. song. Yeah, I thought we were just gonna, gonna make a statement
2: about... by not even playing this p- fucking piece of shit. Well, listen, I just want you to listen to this song for a second, and Why? then we'll stop. Then we'll stop and talk just about listen it. listen okay. So you can. Okay. I want you to hear how minimally produced it is. There's no studio magic. No, it doesn't fit in with the hot yacht rock sound of the time. It's just abrasive, lyric-central garbage. The lyrics call way too much attention to themselves. And it's folk rock. And this is Jimmy Buffett's This is Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville if you haven't figured it's it his out. his biggest hit. So, if you, you know, Jimmy Buffett's his own thing. Uh, his music is by him for his audience and he's very successful at it but he's an absolute outsider to the Yacht Rock scene. Now, let's not... Okay, now we can talk about... Okay, oh, thank it God. Yeah, you know, we had agreed Jesus. not to play that song. It's I was about to walk out of the studio. A little taken aback there. Right, I'm sorry, but where, you guys want to rip on
3: jimmy buffett oh I god wonder, yes uh, i wonder how many frat boys have raped girls to this song Jesus
0: Christ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> did you
0: think do you I think, hope think do you think it
1: all happened at cabo wabo oh could we leave? yeah uh, let's no, listen all right listen, guys listen. let's not re- right, rehash let me, let, let's talk about jimmy buffett. all right let me i'll change it back but it's let's not talk. but it's not a
2: trip to cabo wabo unless you do wind up in margaritaville <laughs> no trip to cabo is let's complete without it, waking up in margaritaville and so going how did i get here like
0: let's, get back, let's get
2: back to
1: what a shitty song margaritaville is oh, this yeah. guy is such a one, fucking piece of shit one of the biggest reasons this is not yacht rock smooth is not the same thing as mellow no smooth implies a coolness like you're suave and you're polished when it comes to expressing your emotions you know there's a fire inside of you but it's a well-tended fire <laughs> Mellow. You
3: gotta keep that fire.
1: Yeah, you gotta keep that fire burning. When you're mellow, it's more like you're trying not to experience any emotions whatsoever, that you're trying to kill off what's inside of you until your en- entire soul is dead,
3: and Jimmy Buffett's soul is dead. That guy is such a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he charges his bandmates for tickets if they wanna bring their, their relatives
2: to the show. I gotta say, his music is garbage, but the lifestyle he's selling, I'm buying it. Yeah, well it's I'm a simple buying. lifestyle, oh, it's, it's a lovely. lifestyle
3: of Panama Beach or or Sammy Hagar or any of those sort of uh, you know, that that kind of thing. But why, why don't but you But the quit? music, his he does for music
2: what Isis does to the, for the Muslim religion. <laughs> which is which is, <laughs> I would which like is, to know that. which is pervert it and make everybody think music is is bad when music's actually good. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. Like Yacht Rock, we talk about the musical sophistication of Yacht Rock. People know how to play their instruments well. And they have a lot of technical knowledge about how music is put together. And and Jimmy Buffett just writes these really simple, country folkish songs for shithouse Any... drunks in Hawaiian shirts and flip-flops. Yeah, who all quit their middle management jobs to pretend they're following around a musical artist on the level of the grateful dead. They're fucking juggalos with desk
3: jobs.
0: Shh <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave?
0: He really hates Jimmy Buffett. He's terrible! I, I think I, Jimmy Buffett any, did something this, this to segment, Dave somewhere. I,
2: listen, I gotta say, from uh, putting put my producer hat on, this segment would have been so much better with the music going on in the background.
0: I
1: disagree. Any <laughs> dumb fucking turd can learn these songs in like five minutes, and then he adds these lyrics that are so inane and fatuous that they actively poison human brain
2: cells. It's fucking garbage. Uh, Let's okay. move on. It's not Ya Rock, is it, guys? Ya Rock! Oh
3: man,
0: I need to take a walk. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: need something soothing
0: after that. Okay, so these are the nitty-gritty. This top 5 verse songs that are on every yacht rock list, sometimes twice. <laughs> um, this is <laughs> especially if you're looking at the Time Life compilation. This is uh, Gary Wright's Dreamweaver. And and I want to say the one thing. This goes back to that sci-fi space thing. This is a space song. It absolutely is. And so that's why this song cannot go. It's very close, but yeah, it can't. Yeah, it's very go. it's very soft. It's very smooth. It's it's great, but there is that kind of that
1: still that weird experimentalism where people were just figuring out how to use synthesizers on pop records, and so it's still kind of in that that uh, yeah, like you said, the sci-fi space. Like this is it's a space odyssey. Yeah, it's not it's not so earthbound. Like we're floating through space, or we're going into alternate dimensions of consciousness. Maybe we're trying to use this to make out with our date at the Pink Floyd planetarium show.
2: <laughs> back. But now, listen, but we're not listen to this chorus though. It's very it's close beautiful. to yacht rock. It's very close. Z- Gary right, when you it. listen to the non-synthesizer instruments in the chorus, yeah. there's that bounciness of the rhythm section and it yeah. feels yacht rocky, but that synth, man, you just that that just wash of synth
3: just destroys yeah. it. We're getting into the science fiction uh area that Hunter's been talking
0: about. I think it's a really good point. Gary Wright is a yacht rocker though, even though he's, it's part-time, in his spirit he is. Well, no, 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 by Headin' Home. And I think I have the 79's Headin' Home. He was full yacht rocker. By that time, he was taking the G's off of the end of words. He was <laughs> <laughs> Heading home, he was. Uh, that in rap too. He was sitting on the backs of boats. He was playing with Toto, and he was getting Michael McDonald to do harmonies. This guy was full yacht rock. But um, if you're gonna choose, if you're gonna put together a yacht rock list, and you're gonna choose an, ear- if you have to choose an early Gary Wright yacht rock song, choose "Love Is Alive."
2: It's better than this one. Yeah. "Love Is Alive." I always thought was. Um, Who do I think it was? like uh who, it sounds like uh it's like George Harrison yeah like George Harrison I forgot but it's got what a, it's, it's got a doobie bounce to it yeah it does have a doobie bounce oh one other
1: thing you left out about this album that that is connected to yacht rock uh David Foster also played on this album
2: David like, Foster if he's, he's one of those guys if it's on your thing it might be yacht rock but yeah. It's not. He's a yacht rocker, but he this he wasn't full. He was figuring
0: it out. this is they're still figuring it out at this yeah. point. Yeah. He didn't it's, know if he was going proto to space yacht. or C. Yeah, it's definitely proto yacht. Four.
2: I think they call that dead air. Yeah, my Spotify messed up. I gotta figure out a new way to play this show. Spotify is fine for now. But if anybody has any advice... You still got that reel-to-reel? Email me at at beyondyotrocket.com. You just talked about it earlier. I don't have it anymore. You can splice it together. (laughs) I'll just splice the show together. I don't have time for anything. Hey,
1: guys, it's Jerry Rafferty with Baker Street. (laughs) This is
0: on every Yacht Rock. Yeah, and this this baffles me because it's... Well, they don't know where he's from. He's no. from Scotland. Yes, he's. This guy is Scottish to the bone. Like yeah. people don't hear this and think even English. They hear this and think possibly
2: Southern California. I think this song is about Sherlock Holmes because he <laughs> famously lived on Baker Street, and the only, it's the only significant Baker Street in literary or popular culture. There's no reason to sing about Baker Street if you aren't singing about Sherlock Holmes, and he's from Great Britain, isn't? Isn't there a Baker Street and a nursery rhyme? Something about a gingerbread man or something? Yeah, but it's probably the Baker Street in London. It's it's probably the were same Sherlock- one. Yeah, but Sherlock Holmes made it more popular. It's probably the same street. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is about Sherlock Holmes. Uh, this is a great song, though. It, it is, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a great not rock, song, but you know this what? is an amazing
0: song. I it would comes say, pretty
3: close to for me, but not quite there. I would say this is a great two songs, because to me it sounds like two songs kind of crammed together. Yeah. like they don't really belong together. I love both parts of them. Yeah. But that horn does not fit this song. Yeah.
2: And neither Yeah, I would agree. neither song is a yacht rock song. There's the sax song which is sultry, sultry rock. yeah. Buck. And then yeah. there's there's a lyric centric song. And yacht yeah, rock yeah, is not lyric centric. It's hard to comprehend the lyrics of a yacht rock song and this is straight on. Hey, listen to what I'm singing.
1: Yeah, this is very singer-songwritery because he, Jerry Rafferty comes from a folk background. Like he was in he was in a band early on called the Humblebums with uh, Billy Connolly, who went on to become a famous comedian, and that's the second time, teacher head of the class. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah.
0: He was he replaced Howard Hesseman on, on head of the class. And it, at oh, the time, WKRP. at the time, wasn't he estranged from Steelers' wheel? Yeah, he was trying to get out of a bad record contract when he wrote this song. So it's very personal. It's, this is yeah, very this is very per- personal, it's very
1: confessional.
2: No, it's about Sherlock Holmes. That has nothing to do with is record contract. It's about Sherlock mother- oh, <laughs> oh, I, Holmes. From what I, I forgot,
1: read, I forgot. He told that's, yeah, that's what this is about. From what
2: okay. I read about
1: this he was actually coming to London to do his legal stuff and he had to stay with his friend who lived on Baker Street. Uh, so it's a personal reference that makes no sense to anyone his but friend, Jerry Rafferty.
0: His friend Sherlock Holmes. Friend, yeah. yeah. And I'm I think he was aware of Yacht Rock at the time when he was doing this and later he pokes fun at at Yacht Rock in 1980's Snakes
2: and Ladders with Welcome to Hollywood and how vapid the scene is. Good name. Listen to that song. (laughs) I think the thing I like about this song, we're not in the chorus right now, but there's like these pew's over the saxophone. More science fiction. I don't know what what that is. It's like the slowest laser assassin is trying to shoot the sax player. And the Ah. sax player just kind of shuffling out of the way. It's like when The the
3: Clash uh, sings about the Queen calling out the jet fighters and it's this pew! It's like the lamest little laser (laughs) I've ever heard.
0: It's a
1: nice, detailed, sophisticated arrangement, though. No, this is a beautiful
0: song. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good song. Beautiful song.
2: Number three. Beautiful bumper. Yeah. (sighs) Another great song. I dig
1: this song a lot. It's really good. But yeah. it's not yacht rock. I it's, think the reason. I think the hold main on. Reason, let's say what the song is. Okay, the song is Rupert Holmes' "Escape the Pina, pina subtitle, Colada" song. The Pina Colada song. I think people think it's yacht rock because it mentions pina
0: coladas and their tropical drinks. This song was made for Broadway, not the boardwalk. All right, this is a New Yorker through the bone. The closest thing he ever came to yacht rock was the Partridge Family. <laughs> this is—he's singing. He all of his songs what? were made to be play. He he did songs for the Partridge Family. Oh, okay. And, he did. So, and Barbra Stry- wrote songs for the Partridge Family. Yeah, and and Barbra Streisand. All of his songs were meant to be like plays, like mini plays. Yeah, they're narrative songs. He's, he's doing he's show he's tunes. He's a story song yeah. guy. And yeah. and actually later in his like once
1: he left music, he he started he wrote musical theater. He created a TV series called Remember When, W-E-N-N, like an old-timey radio station. He's published mystery novels. Like, he's a storyteller more than a songwriter.
2: I have some fun facts that are relevant to the song. Oh, please share them. So when this song was recorded, basically he had two drummers ready to go at the session. Both were drunk and passed out, (laughs) so they couldn't finish the song. But they had 16 good bars recorded, so they just looped those same 16 bars over and over and over again. It's the kind of sloppy studio... That, that Donald Fagan would, Yo, would, man. would shake his head at. They very would have angrily.
0: freaked out. Sealy
3: yeah. Dan. Why would have did they freaked. They already had a backup drummer just in case the first one got. <laughs> drunk. I guess, Yeah, I
2: guess he was a disaster. I don't <laughs> know. Man. I drummers think. are crazy, man. I didn't get that deep into the story, but um, it was crazy drummers. Like, and they couldn't. They had to do that because they couldn't afford more tape. So that just goes uh, to show you, it's not the,
3: two drummers. It's not that elite <laughs> studio musician budget on the second drummer. <laughs> Listen, and the booze for that drummer.
2: We're not gonna open another three pack of tapes.
3: Damn straight.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's just one of those songs. Listen um, to my lyrics. Pay no attention to the music. Yeah, yeah, it's very lyric
3: centric. I would call this Marina Rock, which is a genre we may get into. I would also call this storytelling songs of the '70s, another genre I planned. <laughs>
0: Two. We're pulling into Ooh. port. Oh yeah, we're pulling into
1: port. Bitch. All right, this one to me. This is the captain and Neil. <laughs> Love will keep us together. Bech. This is this is the, this is a harder one to explain because number one, you've got a captain wearing a captain's hat. It's that yeah. fucking
0: hat. That's it's, it. Yeah. That's all. No That's, one would think this was yacht rock if it wasn't yeah. for that fucking hat. <laughs> I almost made you oh, be. somebody else coffee is gonna spill their coffee.
3: I got uh, I gotta take full responsibility for the hats because right before we made the first yacht rock I went to the costume store and I thought it'd be funny to buy a bunch of hats and my character wore one JD I think you wore one in the first one we all wore Coco's hat after he died at
2: certain yeah days. at yeah. certain points the Michael McDonald character wore it a lot because he had fun it's like when when somebody really obsessed with their mom and their mom dies and the, this lady they will start like, will, wearing her dress wear her mom their mom's dress or the dude yeah yeah
0: and and this really, was in this song was in yacht in Rock Bates. but he, it was only—it was a flashback, and was the only reason of, yeah. this guy was invited because he was the most famous, because he worked with the Beach Boys at the time. He wasn't invited because he was doing yacht rock, and everybody knows the only Beach Boy who did anything close to yacht rock was Carl, Carl Wilson. Find that record, it's amazing. Fun fact uh,
1: Captain and Sneel on this album recorded a composition by Beach Boys guitarist Bruce Johnston called I Write the Songs, which is where Barry Manilow found it to
2: turn it into a number one hit. My boy. Another fun fact: Captain Tenille had a variety show in the '70s. Oh, it's so good! Which is dynamite. Oh, it's They do great. goofy little bits like goofy little Abbott and Costello, but now as well written. Or like Sunny yeah. and Cher yeah. type.
3: No, things. no. If you, thought, if you thought if you thought Sunny and Cher was a little too academic for your taste, <laughs> <a> little heady, <laughs> little heady, then the Captain Tenille Variety Hour is for you,
2: and half hour. Great. And it's great because you get to look at their. You get to see what the captain's like in real life. He plays the buffoon. He's got all the dum yeah. dum lines. And, yeah. and well, the best part is that. That his captain's hat always matches his tux.
3: And he does not want to be there. <laughs> no, he doesn't want
2: to be
0: there at all. <laughs> <laughs> An- another fun fact, the captain was only without that fucking hat on one uh, on one album, uh, 1979's Make Your Move. Instead, he had a mustache. <laughs> and, and by that time, they are making terrible disco music for uh, Casablanca Records. Also yeah. another fun fact, Tennille divorced the captain a year ago uh, because he had part. Parkinson's, so she was done using them. He couldn't play yep. a stupid instrument anymore, and she tossed him aside. And and the captain was quoted as saying, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so
1: uh, we're not going to get. No, to go, it, ahead, go ahead, go oh, ahead. I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the music and why it's not quite yacht rock. It's it's there's like this '50s-ish bounce because Neil Sedaka yes. wrote
2: this song. Yeah, that's a good. Point. It's it's what narrowly separates it. And he also recorded it first and. Usually, if a song is a cover, it's not yacht rock. It's a very songwriter-driven genre. Composer-driven. Yacht rock. Composer-driven. Yeah. Not just lyrics, sick, but composer. Composer lyricist. Like the more an artist is writing that shit, the more yacht rock. Especially it is. when oh, yeah. it's your only yacht rock song, it shouldn't be a cover.
1: And this song also used noted session drummer Hal Blaine, who's part of a group called the Wrecking Crew, which is kind of proto-toto, like studio. <laughs> <musician>. <laughs> yeah, proto-toto. You just wanted
0: to force in proto-toto. To- I really
2: wanted to force that in. Oh. Sorry, the song ended. Hold on, let's listen to that bumper again. Oh, yeah, let's play the bumper. Okay. Oh, wait, uh-huh. no, that's Summer Breeze again. Wait, <laughs> that's... Well, you you gave it away. Again. Hold on, shh, listen, listen. Number one. Okay back on track is this, is
1: is this summer breeze <laughs> by seals and crofts it sounds like
3: the beginning of hurt by johnny cash <laughs> it does <laughs> it does i just i just heard that it's a good point
2: it hurts me as bad as the pain he's expressing in that song when i see this on a yacht rock compilation yeah
0: well it hurts me to say this isn't yacht
1: rock no and but it's a super important proto yacht song like it's really great i to me seals and crofts these guys loves mellowing out so much that it has actual spiritual undertones for them, and you can kind of feel it in the quality of their art.
0: And they came from Texas to Southern California, which is a big thing in Yacht Rock. If you're moving from another place to come to yeah, Southern California, yeah, to make so you want to be rocks. part of the scene. Yeah, That's, but this was too early. That's just the fact yeah, of the matter. Too, this was 72. Was yeah, yeah, 72. This is just way too early. It's, but I do feel like they were the first soft
1: rock band to really adopt smoothness as an intentional, as like. It, not just
2: mellowing out, but being smooth. Yeah, we're leaving the rodeo, and calming going, your soul. We're going to the ocean to, to calm down. Yeah. yeah, but it's got that strummy acoustic. You can't have. You can't have. It it yeah, still yeah, is yeah, kind of rug. folky. To yeah. me,
3: this is straight up easy listening. This is this is '70s AM gold.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and there's right. also there's also a toy piano in it, and. The Michael McDonald we're returning character returning to childhood. Yeah. Like the hell out. They had a Linus. Well, I just a... feel like the Michael McDonald character in our Yacht Rock show would would frown upon that kind of gimmick. Yeah, he's kind of dick. That yeah. yeah. yeah Michael McDonald <laughs> character. It really was. I wonder who he was based on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say
0: that uh, Seals and Crofts did do a Yacht Rock album with 1980s, The Longest Road, which is so fucking good. It's basically this with a jazz
2: backing. If you can imagine that. Go find it! Oh, I want to throw a bone right now. I just want to throw another bone. Okay, well, it's time for the uh, episode ten of Beyond Yacht Rock Awards. The award for most research done on songs and albums we're not talking about goes to a runner-up, Hollywood Steve. Yeah, Hunter Stair wins the award. Yay, thank you, everybody. Thank you. I came so
0: close. Speech. Well, I just want to say a lot of these guys did do yacht rock, but the songs that we're doing now is the yacht best Rock. best known one. And I feel that it's unfair to just to just blanketly cover them with the yacht rock
2: it, statement. It's true, and and the yacht rock songs they did, nobody knows about. It's no, they don't. They don't because they think, weren't nearly as big a hit. I'm not. I'm not trying to diss you for doing that research and introducing us to these other songs. I was just trying to make a joke. Have you ever and listened? A joke is different than a diss.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a good joke. That's fine. No, no, I, I, I Appreciate it. Have you ever listened to the longest
2: road? Yeah, yeah, I listen to no. all this music bullshit. Yes. Yeah, that's all we you do is listen to music all right, and and guys, talk about it
0: I'm throwing that bone later then have you guys ever heard the
1: Type O negative goth metal cover of this song? I have no nope. it's, it's, it's it's I'll, I'll spoiler spoiler alert, you guys. It doesn't sound like the summer breeze really makes him feel
2: fine at all
0: Hmm but it is pretty smooth for Type O negative. For Type O that. negative, they're it's very smooth. They're smooth song.
2: Yeah. yeah. Check, and check it out, people at home. Here, there's one more song that I want to talk about as a, sort of a bonus track for us to talk about, because I'm really conflicted about this one. I want to put in the countdown, but I couldn't do it, because I was like, I want to talk about how Hall & Oates is definitely not Yacht Rock. No, they're Philly. And then I put this song oh, in. Philly Soul. This song, Rich Girl, it's kind of Yacht Rock. It, it is. is. Yeah. And that's a difficult thing, like Hunter was talking about, you can't blanket these guys as right. not Yacht Rock. They're so fucking good. I, mean, I know. Some guys Oates are amazing. pure
0: Yacht Rock. The hollow Oates are not those guys. But they did right. do some yacht rocky stuff.
2: We put them in did. the
1: show to be villains because they're from the mean streets of Philadelphia. And at the time
0: and at the time they weren't doing yacht rock. Right.
2: So but the other thing about about uh Hollow Notes, why we put them in the show is because they 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 don't have an integrity to their sound. They're great band. Well, but it, especially in the late 70s and into the 80s, they were experimenting with a different song. They're very versatile. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. go all over the place. Like, there's an argument to make They're chameleons.
3: That Sarah Smile
0: kind of yacht rock. And, a little and, too sentimental, if you ask me. And they yeah. seemed like the kind of dicks who would be like, we can write a way better song than you. <laughs> yeah. like, they just, and and they then
1: they, just they just totally do. would. Because and they're, they're very very good yeah,
3: good song songwriters. They back it up. We've also come to learn that uh, everybody we've parodied or paid homage to in uh, the Yacht Rock series. Daryl Hall didn't think it was that funny. No,
0: but he has no sense of humor. He- <laughs> okay. But Oates loves Yeah, yeah I mean, of course, course he does. does. Which is why he's he's the guy who was able to stick with Daryl Hall. Because he's, yeah. he's such a he nice dude. It. Yeah, he
3: yeah, uh, Hall and uh, Loggins sit in the corner like, mm. not a fan.
2: I think Loggins is, he's like half there. Mm. You know, mm. I disagree. Yeah, we'll see. A couple personnel notes that made me think twice about this song not being Yacht Rock. Yeah. Um David Foster plays on it, and you guys will love this. A percussionist named Gary Coleman played on it. Oh, I voted he, for him for governor of California back uh, in the recall. Is that the same Gary Coleman? No,
0: it's
1: not.
3: I I couldn't, I couldn't,
1: could, I oh, oh no, get oh get that no!
2: That was a famous celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, it was like the different strokes yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: Uh, Hunter and I, I used to know um, him, yeah. but he went
2: on then to he play. Died. He went on to play drums on some Steely Dan songs. So he did. He did. He did. <laughs> Gary Coleman is an important yacht rock drummer.
0: Bronze medal,
2: and who did the research? This guy over here. Hey, I read some liner notes. Look at me. I went to allmusic.com. But
0: by the way, reading liner notes was very pivotal in the creation
2: of Yara. Absolutely. that's And what we buying, did. buying and LPs that each had other. big,
0: easy-to-read
1: liner notes yes. on them.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so always do your research, kids. And someday, ten years ago, you'll have a hit <laughs> web show. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening to Nyant Rock. I hope we uh, cleared things up instead of uh, <laughs> confusing it even more. Or in anger. More arbitrary. <laughs> uh, anything we miss, hit us up on Twitter. I know I told people on Twitter that I'd answer their questions, but I don't I don't feel like putting that together. Jeez, I got so much to do. do all have, my, do all we my kids. Other, uh... We got no other music. No, didn't we talk about what didn't make the list? No, we don't do that in, in this one. This is a special. We, we... we had 12, 13 songs. JD just used that song as as that. Yeah. that Because he Sorry. wanted to do it. Because I
3: wanted to do it. I want just, to talk about it. Just catching up. Sorry about that. <laughs> Not fine. the specialist
0: episodes we can't. Right. All hail Poppy. Pop- I get it. Yeah, yeah, all hail
2: Poppy, the king president of the podcast. I win, you guys lose. Join us next week when I'm in the captain's chair, when I'm Captain Poppy... President, king of the podcast. <laughs> It'll be nice to have you in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna present the genre of "sex me up"s. If you're, if you're puzzled Ooh. as to what that yeah. means. Tune in next week, and we'll we'll solve the jigsaw. Wow! I'm Mur- going to Mur- learn Mur- Mur- even more well, about I you guess, guys' invented yeah, sexual jokes. fantasies. No, oh, well, at least we don't jerk off to Deep Purple organ music. Oh, good. Steve doesn't. <laughs> you never said you jerked off to it. No, we just got he does. He does. Um, he
0: never said that, but we never I mean, believed him. You know, it takes a long time, so give need a <laughs> nice long, good,
3: good
2: organ
1: long, uh,
3: yeah.
2: Find this week's Yacht Rock playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. Uh, Send questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag YRPod. Follow J.D. at J.D. Riznar. Uh, Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow David David underscore B Lions. Follow no, Hunter into that's the pa- not it. David, David B- underscore B underscore Lions. There you go. Follow Hunter into the Pacific Ocean. It's lovely this time of year.
0: No, it's not. It's cold.
2: Yeah, it's cold as shit. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Keep us relevant. Go to yachtrock.com for what will hopefully one day be a useful experience. Thanks to Hunter for the bumpers. and thanks, welcome. Yeah, thanks to the white lady for the bump. <laughs> thanks to producer Dustin Marshall for showing us he can do a backflip. That was incredible. Yeah, really amazing. And check out other Feral Audio podcasts at <laughs> feralaudio.com. Good night, everybody. Assuming it's Good night. night. <laughs>
0: Feral Audio